0: I'm now joined by Nigel Ridge of BlackRock, who was appointed to manage our UK Absolute Return Fund in October 2013. Nigel, thank you so much for joining me today. It's my pleasure, Chris. Nigel, can you elaborate as to the differences within the fund since you took over in October of last year? In particular, can you discuss the reasons for the stronger performance since that date?
1: Okay, so if I start with the changes that we've made, I think the critical change was the increase in the gross exposure from a maximum of 100 to 150
0: and just so, can I just interrupt you, just making sure that all of our, our listeners understand what you mean by gross exposure. It's the percentage of shares that you're able to invest in um, in the portfolio. Yeah, in total. If, you,
1: if you sum the longs and the shorts, whereas before they would have added up to a number 100 or less, essentially now they add up to a number of up to 150.
0: Okay, that's really helpful.
1: Sorry, go on. Okay, so what that really did was that that uh, increased our investment bandwidth. And what I mean by that is that that's allowed us to put bigger positions in conviction shares. And also, I think critically, uh, we have focused in on liquid securities. and what I mean by that is constituents of the FTSE 100 and the FTSE250. And yeah I'm very pleased to say that the actions that we took early in the final quarter of last year pay dividends a number of the securities that we increased our exposure to actually performed um, extremely well, hence the reason why we had a very good positive result. I think also, uh, and this is, I know you asked me about Q4, but in terms of the current quarter that we're in, which has been clearly more difficult for the equity market, I'm also pleased to say that so far we've exhibited a positive return. So we made money uh, when the markets were strong, and we've also managed to make some money when the markets have been relatively weak.
0: And clearly, there's a real danger of extrapolating out um, uh, historic performance since you you took over. But where do you see the key opportunities for returns through 2014 and beyond?
1: Yeah, I'm actually very excited about the potential to generate alpha within the fund um, in the months and indeed years ahead. Essentially, we split the book into three, longs, shorts and pairs. So if I start with the longs, essentially, uh, we are long of securities that, that we expect to uh, experience upgrades. In particular, I would note um, shares or companies that are exposed to the U.S. economy. So one of our biggest positions is in a company called Ashted. They rent out plant to construction companies in the United States. And we believe we're at the early stages of a recovery um, in that sector. And most recently, uh, there were upgrades of 10%, and the shares went up 10% on the um, on the day. And we have a sizable position in that uh, in that security. If I then turn to the uh, the shorts, that's a bit different. We are seeking to uh, short securities that are facing structural pressures. And if I look at the fund today, our biggest area for shorting is food retail. Now, that's one of the reasons why we've actually had a very good uh, last couple of weeks because William Morrison um, announced a big investment back into price at the expense of margin uh, last week and we're actually uh, short of this particular subsector. And finally, in the pair book, in a world where it is difficult to generate growth, we are essentially uh, long winners and short losers within sectors and uh, we would expect that to uh, pay off a lot as we uh, move ahead.
0: And you talked about earlier about the balance between FTSE 100 and and FTSE 250 and the the need to have liquidity in the fund. Where do you see the opportunities between the the largest companies in the UK and and, and those that are in the the next tier?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. I I think that you you mentioned the liquidity there, and I think that liquidity is really important for two reasons. One is that clearly this is a daily dealing fund, and it's got to be in a position to accommodate both inflows and, and outflows. And secondly, having liquidity allows you to change your view on a security as well. So what we do is we essentially look at individual uh, situations, both in large and the mid-cap space. We assess the upside or downside potential, the level of conviction, and then we consider liquidity. So if we had the same upside potential in a security and the same level of conviction – in a FTSE 100 company as well as a FTSE 250, actually we'd have a bigger position in the FTSE 100 uh, constituent, and that's really important. So if I therefore go down to the uh, the FTSE 250, position sizes tend to be um, a bit smaller. And once again here, really we're looking for companies that can demonstrate attractive levels of growth in a low growth world with improving uh, margins and also where they can reinvest that cash flow in a very uh, positive way. Good example here is not a household name. It is a company called Essentra. It is run by the former financial director of Reckitt Benkezer, Colin Day. And essentially, what he's doing is um, he's accelerating the top line growth of this company. Used to grow at 3 to 4 percent, it's currently growing at 9 to 10. That brings with it operational gearing, a positive margin experience and also good cash flow, which he is then using to make uh, bolt-on value-accretive acquisitions. So you end up being in this very, very positive cycle of improving revenue, improving margin, improving cash flow, and value-add through uh, reinvestment of that cash.
0: And do you see those opportunities continuing through, through 2014? I was wondering what the, the main challenges may be to the, the funds continued performance.
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. And, um, essentially, um, I look at opportunities and consider three different elements. First is growth. Secondly is returns and thirdly is risk. So if I start with growth, which is really about the economy, um, and and I look around the world, we believe the US is well set so uh, you would expect the fund to be net long of uh, u.s exposed companies i'd say that europe is somewhat more challenging so you'd expect us to be looking for both long and short ideas um, in the european space and also i think emerging markets will be somewhat more volatile so what it tells you is that in aggregate i'd expect growth to be positive but reasonably pedestrian and also beset with occasional uh, volatility. So I think that that puts us in a great position to make money both from longs and indeed on uh, on shorts. If I then move on to return, think about that as being margin. Essentially, I think there are two key things to consider here. Firstly, it ties in with this growth bit. If activity levels come under pressure, then there will be pressure on returns because of the margin contraction. So that is a big risk. But I think also on the other side, you've got to look at costs biggest uh, source of cost out there is labor. So the threat is labor inflation. But in a low growth world, there's still a lot of surplus uh, labor. So that's probably a problem for years to come. And finally, and I guess this is probably my biggest concern, would be the whole attitude towards risk. One of the things that I would observe is that with the introduction of QE, essentially, there's been a mass improvement in liquidity in financial markets, which essentially has um, taken markets sharply higher. And the way that I think about it is that essentially you are sucking forward returns from tomorrow. You can't get supernormal returns every year. Every year. And what you've seen in the last three years is that corporate earnings have actually fallen and yet markets have gone up. So it's called a re-rating of the stock market. Because of this, I think that the biggest risk we all face today is a shock to the system which is why when you get a situation down in Crimea and the Ukraine, the markets behave so adversely. So um, I think in aggregate, I'd say low growth world, that gives us opportunity in terms of self-help. I'd probably say stable returns, because I think that companies can prevert, preserve their level of margin. And the biggest risk we all face, which is why we only have a modest net position, is a change in attitude towards risk.
0: Nigel, that's a fantastic summary. Thank you so much for your time today. Okay, thank you.
1: Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.